0: everybody. Daniel Ramsey here with My Outdesk. Now, this one's exciting. I'm really excited because I got my guy here, Wendell. Wendell, thanks for joining us here on the My Outdesk show. This is going to be fun, man. Thanks for joining us.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad to be here.
0: So, why is this one different? You guys are property managers. So, Wendell is a property supervisor Has 12 people report to him. Love the fact that he's got three of our virtual professionals helping him grow and scale a property management company which is super exciting. Wendell, um, let's talk about how many doors are you guys currently um, kind of managing?
1: Right now, we are close to 3,000 doors um, just in our local market and surrounding markets as well.
0: And it's called Minix Properties. Is that right? Yeah, Minix Property Management. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Okay, we're going to definitely drop the website in here. Um, and so everybody can kind of see what you guys do and understand like the business. Um, but before we get started, I want to just kind of understand you guys do any sales or are you just pure property management? How about construction? I kind of want to understand your business model a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So no selling, no buying. We are strictly property management. Okay. And that's it.
0: Okay. That's cool. Are you guys primarily uh, in the residential or you guys do commercial and residential
1: or what's your world look like? So we are doing single family duplexes, uh, apartment complexes, um, no commercial at this time. We're not doing any commercial. So just, just those top three. Uh, We we also got a few mobile home parts. Um, That's probably not something we're uh, truly focused on, Yeah, Uh, but we do have that as well. That's fun. A lot of mobile home parks in there. And you guys are in the
0: Texas area, is that
1: right? Yeah, and so we're, we're based out of Lubbock, Texas.
0: That's right. And and that's a large market or is it a small market? Like give our
1: audience a little bit of idea. Yeah, so that. our market is around 300,000 population. Um, we're home of Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, go. Probably a pretty big college town here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get a lot of in and out traffic each year.
0: You know, what's interesting is if you guys are doing 3,000 doors for 300,000 people, that's a pretty big share of the market. I would assume you guys are one of the largest property management uh, companies in your city. Is
1: that, is that right? Yes, that, that's, that's pretty much true. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we're the big dogs. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we do have some competition and yeah, I wouldn't call them competition. Uh, we do share information. Um, uh, to each other but uh, okay. I would definitely say that we're one of the largest companies in our area okay
0: cool and uh, we ha- we're having you on the show just kind of highlight how virtual professionals or virtual assistants could help property managers so we're going to go through like your systems and what you have them doing and just a quick synopsis of like what are some of the best practices one thing that I know about you guys you guys use app folio you have a very automated kind of cloud-based management system. Let's talk about that. Why um, Why did you guys
1: choose that platform and why is that important to you? So Appfolio is actually pretty convenient to use. Uh, we're able to log into it from our phones. Um, at home, if we, if we got sick and we had to stay at home, we could just log into it. Yep. Uh, it's a pretty robust property management software. Um, I, actually, a lot of people are using it mm-hmm. um, and with just the ease of it being all online, it's all digital. Uh, yep. The uh, cloud-based storage, it, it just, it's super scalable and easy to use.
0: Okay. And what's cool about that is that means you can have virtual assistants anywhere in the world access Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You. You,
1: you, I can log into Atfolio anywhere at any time and basically start working.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. Now um, we were talking earlier and you originally hired a virtual assistant back in 2018. What was the need that you filled originally when you decided to
1: hire a virtual assistant? So our vir- our very first virtual assistant, mm-hmm. um, we filled the role of our work order specialist. Okay. And so we get a lot of phone calls, a lot of incoming text messages. Um of issues with their property, and mm-hmm. just having one person alone it was is almost kind of overwhelming and sure. so we wanted to leverage a little bit and get some help and so we hired our first uh, virtual professional to assist with that that role answering the mm-hmm. phones, text messages, emails, dispatching vendors um, right. calling residents to make sure their their issues are getting taken care of.
0: You know, what's interesting is I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious, how did you guys get over the learning curve or the bump uh, required? Because if, you know, an apartment complex, there's, you know, unit seven says my sink is link- leaking, I need help, you know, like teaching somebody, hey, these are the three approved vendors, give them a call, send them over a work order. Like there's a little bit of a learning
1: curve. So how did you guys overcome that in the beginning? You know, we weren't set up for success right out of the gate. And so we we had to learn how to do this. And what we found is uh, we actually just created um, uh, a Google spreadsheet with all the contractors that we use on which property that they use or are are used at Mm -hmm. and uh, what the best way to communicate with those contractors. And so we got a pretty robust spreadsheet just kind of explaining who to call and for what.
0: Got it. And before that, it was all tribal knowledge. It was all just yeah, like in mean, your head. everything I had was just up here. Um, <laughs> so
1: we just did it by memory. Um, but going this route, we really had to put it down on paper and, sure. and now it's a system. And so we, we have the spreadsheet with all of our vendors, how to contact them and what do they do. Yeah. And, and so we can actually bring in any virtual assistant at this time and they, they can just pick it up and run
0: yeah, I love it. How about training? Was it a hands-on kind of thing or did you do a video call like we're doing right now or like how did you train them in the
1: first 90 days? Yeah, it's just like what we're doing right here. And so we would pull them up a uh, webcam. We'd have them up all day and mm-hmm. they would just sit there and we can actually share our screen. And so they can see our screen. Right. Um, and they just basically watch what we're doing while listening to us, um, listening to our phone calls. Mm-hmm. Uh just explaining things uh, whenever we didn't have a phone call, just going through the whole process. Um, and so it just, it's like training a normal person like they're sitting right next to you. Is just, they're actually just hearing your voice and looking at your screen.
0: I love it. I love it. What did, um, what prompted you to decide to hire your second batch? Cause you started with one, you filled yep. the role, you decided, Hey, this works. That, I mean, how yeah. long did it, actually, that's a great question. How long did from hire to like, okay, this, this virtual assistant thing, it's for us, it works. How long did that take you guys?
1: Oh, um, I don't know if I actually counted the years or how long it took, but I would say two years before our, our next hire.
0: Okay. All right. Good deal. And what, what prompted you to decide to, to add more people on?
1: So we're looking at ways to leverage our business. How, how do we take what we have, um, increase the volume. Uh, our, our issue was phone calls. We're getting way too many phone calls. Um, mm-hmm. we couldn't answer them all. And so how, how do we leverage that? And right. we didn't necessarily need someone in office to do that. Yep. And we, we, we're successful in the work order department, so let's try it again with our, our leasing team answering the phone calls, and just, we're just looking for leverage.
0: Yep. So you had a need, you were growing, yep. you you knew that your people on your team needed to be focused on the high dollar, most important activities, and you saw us as an opportunity to add leverage to the team at a low cost. Absolutely. Okay, cool. What have you learned? Because it's relatively new. So I always like to jump in when things are new because we can, we can teach in those moments. Um, you're two or three months in with your two new virtual assistants. Right. What have you learned so far in that process?
1: Again, it's going back to the same thing I really learned the first go around is we need to make sure that all of our systems and tools are actually recorded up-to-date so that when they come on board they can access everything they have all the tools needed to be successful Um, and it's just it's that small little key that makes the big difference is just making sure all your systems all your scripts um, all the information is available and up-to-date
0: that's right. You guys, because the second person is really a phone person who is kind of, you know, taking calls when somebody's interested in leasing a property. So you had to actually teach them a little bit of sales, a little bit of scripting. Let's Absolutely. talk. Yeah. How did that work? What did you do in that
1: scenario? So it, again, it came down to them just um, watching our screen uh, and listening to us as we speak on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little bit different since they don't actually get to see the property uh they can photo wise but they don't actually get to physically see the properties um but listening to our our, us speak to these prospects coming in and them just knowing all the amenities that they can find online now um Mm. really did help with that
0: okay so Um, that's a good question. Okay, so I'm a real estate broker. I did a bunch of real estate stuff back in the day, and one of the things that we had to do was teach our virtual assistants the different zip codes and the different areas, and then also the property features. So one thing that we did is we literally got a phone book ripped out the back, and in the back it had all the zip codes and like different areas and and then they could just simply google like what's it like over in the east sacramento area we're in sacramento california and so they could find the top you know things in that area how did how have you overcome like they've never seen the property they don't know you know whether it has a pool or doesn't have a pool a backyard or it does you know like how did you get over that hump
1: yeah and so that's where it comes down to as Uh, These are unlicensed assistants. They are basically going off of what we're telling them. And Uh, that's where I said that we we basically had to improve our system. Uh, What all amenities are there. Um, More photos to describe the property is just getting more detailed so that they can actually just look at our, our notes in the system and just just repeat kind of what, what's there. And so someone's asking doesn't have a backyard and right there in the notes and in a photo, we got, we got a fence backyard. We allow pets and boom, right there done. So it caused
0: you guys to, to basically up the game when it came to details of the properties that you manage, which probably changed everything in your system from when you first onboard a new property to when you tell somebody it's available for,
1: for lease. Yeah, I mean, before we were probably getting phone calls and people asking about uh, did this have a fence backyard? Well, if you didn't have good enough photos or not enough photos or you missed that, you wouldn't know. And so that really challenged us to, all right, we need to provide all that information and just make sure that everything's there, which in turn helps our virtual assistants and also helps our marketing as well. Right. What's yep. interesting too,
0: is you're in that space where every scaling business, like there's this like this small tribe of people that have everything wrapped in their brain. And then you add somebody new and you're like, uh Oh, I've got to document everything. Yep. Has that, has that been painful for your internal team?
1: Like- it, it has been absolutely. That, that, we're still battling that today. We're finding new processes that we uh, thought we had documented properly or Everything there and we don't. And so uh, it, it's just, it's challenging us to become better and have everything documented. So moving forward, as we bring on more people, yeah. uh, it, it's going to be a lot easier.
0: What's that like for you as a leader? You have 12 folks that report to you. And uh, I wonder if sometimes they give you a little pushback for documenting. They're like, I don't have time for that. Or now you're asking me to do one more thing. Like, how have you bridged that gap? With your direct reports
1: that can be challenging what i like to do and what i have done is when an issue occurs from lack of documentation i like to call a meeting around that yep. and just start them from the beginning all right this is what happened and this is where we're at and show them where the lack of documentation has caused that gap and yeah. it just kind of opens up their eyes a little bit more to mm-hmm. where they can actually see why it's important and the issues that it causes.
0: Okay. Um, so it's just uh, full transparency. You're a leader yep. that likes to include others and you pull them together and you say, Hey, this is what happened. And this is why I think we need to shift what we're doing. And how have they responded to that, to that approach?
1: Yeah. You know, once they actually see um, what it causes and what they can do to prevent that, mm-hmm. uh, then they're on board. And gotcha. so it's just spending a little bit more extra time with them, showing them, why and what
0: hmm. it's so interesting because that is leadership is just spending the time to communicate, have them understand the why behind what they're doing and then get everybody on the same page and then move forward and improve your processes that it that's pure leadership. Did it come natural to
1: you? Did well, it come I, nat- Oh no, not at all. It, it, <laughs> it, you, you just, you just figure it out as you go. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's trial and error, right? You tried it. Yeah. yeah, I
0: love it. I love it. Um, okay. So what, um, what advice would you give to property managers thinking about virtual assistants? We talked before the show and I said, Hey, property management hasn't yet as an industry wrapped wrapped their brain around virtual assistants. So what advice would you give somebody who's considering this to help them grow and scale their property management practice?
1: So I, I just take a look at your business and see where you need to leverage. Um, you don't need you know, a live person in your office to maybe answer phones or do work orders. You can leverage that out with a virtual professional, uh, which in turn will give you more time to get out there in the field checking these properties, showing these properties and getting them uh, leased out. And so just, just look at where you can leverage your business to where you don't need an actual physical body right. um, and, and, and then go that route. Uh, usually that's phone calls, um, a lot of phone calls actually, and you're yep. going to get a lot of help with that. And maybe it's data entry as well and yeah. uh, putting new information, new properties, updating your your database, yeah. Um, and they can also help lead generate, making some phone calls, following mm-hmm. up with leads. And so, just if, if it's basically done online, you have a cloud, everything's saved online, that's where you can really leverage uh, with a virtual professional.
0: I love it. I love it. And what is the benefit to you guys as a company? And, and you know, I haven't prefaced, we didn't talk about this before, but what do you see the value? to your company
1: of working with virtual professionals? So the value for us, what we're getting right now is we're getting more phone calls answered. Uh, when we get more phone calls answered, that's more properties that we're leasing. Got and it. So we're actually leasing properties uh, faster and more uh, throughout the month. And so that, that that's a big benefit to us, uh, we're commission based and so that's how we get paid. And so it's super Uh critical that we get these properties leased.
0: Yeah, you're like, let's get these things done, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love it, man. All right, Wendell, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you sharing all this and I know you're a pioneer in the industry. Uh, You're obviously a great leader and I just wanna appreciate on you for sharing today.
1: Well, I appreciate you taking the time to, to speak with me today. All right, man, have a great day. All right, you too, thanks.